Welcome everyone to the Ove Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Yutet. We will begin on the bottom of Daf Yudchet Amubet. Amar Rabbi Yirmiya Ben El Azad. We were saying a bunch of things that the, the same rabbi said. When Hashem cursed Bavel, not only were they cursed, but also the neighbors got cursed together with them. But when Shomron, which is a Jewish area in Israel, was cursed, the, the neighbors were actually blessed. How do we know? Because it says, I'm going to make Bavel, which at the time was a built-up city, into a place of wild birds and pools of water. So you see that it'll be a wild place, and not, an, not an inhabited place. When Shomron was cursed, the neighbors were actually blessed. I will make Shomron, which was a big, uh, a big in a uh, city, a metropolis, to a heap in the field, a place to plant vineyards. So for the fact that you can plant a vineyard there, so the neighbors, even though they lost Shomron as having a big city next door, they still gained planting area, whereas that wasn't true in Bavel. Amar Biermia. Hashem is not like humans. Human beings, a person is convicted of a death penalty to the to the king, you have to put a piece of wood in his mouth while he's tied up. So this way he doesn't curse the king. When a person is being sentenced to kill by a Kadosh Baruch Hu, he is quiet. And when he's quiet, He's quiet and he doesn't curse Chas Shalom Hashem. Shnei Mar Lecha Dumiyat Tihila. To you, silence is praising. Lo'od Elish Meshabeach Shnei Mar Tihila. It's actually a praise. He'll praise Hashem while he's getting killed. Lo'od Shaladomelo Ki Ilu Makriv Korban. It's it's he feels like he's being makriv himself as a korban. Shnei Mar Ulecha Yishulam Neder. Guy who walks in the valley of Bacha, Mayan Yishitu, you turn it into a well. What does it mean? The Ovre are people who go against Hashem words, Over Avera. Emek, people who do Averot, Hashem makes Gihinam deeper for them. This means that the punishment is deeper depending on how bad the Avera is. How, 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 how lishma the Avera is. The more lishma it is, the worse the punishment. Habacha, 
they 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 cry like the spring of Shishin. Now, Gam Berachot Yatem They'll even bless Hashem Shematzikim Alav Et Et Hadin. V'omrim Lefanav Boshon Olam Yafed Danta Yvezekita Yafech Yafta. They when when a person has a judgment by Hashem, everyone always admits to the truth of the judgment. It's good that you have Gan Eden for the Sadiqim and Ginam for the Shaim. So we see here that Rabbi Yimri ben Alzar is correct in the way he understands that they, they praise Hashem. Any, do they always praise Hashem? Didn't Rish Lakish say? Rishayim, I feel a bit chamshik ginam enam chosim b'shuba. Rishayim, even when that, even when they buy ginam, they don't do t'shuba. Shnei Marz says, "Vayitzu v'ru v'fugnei hanashim haposhim b'vigomer shifashim lo neemar ela haposhim sheposhim v'ochim leolam." It sounds when it, the fact that it says sheposhim that they are sinning, as opposed to haposhim those who did sin, it sounds like they're continuing to sin. You're right. On the one hand, we have Yimran Lazar who's saying that the people, when they get judged, they're happy. But Rish Lakish is saying, from the word Haposhim, that when they get, even when they're at the gate of Gehinam, I guess that's already after 120, they're still not happy. Says the Gemara, Lokasha. Ha, Haposhim Yisrael. Rabbi Yimran Lazar, who said that they, they, they're happy, is Jewish. Sinners. One is by the by of It's logical. If not, I would have had a contradiction of Lishakish, because Rishakish is saying here that they're upset all the way to the end. The Jewish people do not get ruled by the fires of Gehinam. Doesn't say they don't get, they don't go there, but they don't get ruled by them. Just like we see from the golden mizbech that was in the kodesh that you did the ketoratan. Just like the the mizbech azav, where the thickness of the gold on top is only as thick as the dinar. Amad kamashim loshotaba or they were there for four hundred years, and yet the fire of the Ketoret didn't burn it out. It was still there even at the end. Those Jewish people who sin, Poshe is like a negligent sin. And they're full of mitzvot like anymore. Don't read it, Rakatech. Your temples, either, rather, rather, those who are empty among you. Even the weakest Jews, they're full of mitzvot like a pomegranate. How much more so that they're not going to be messed up by the fire. So we see that the Jewish people are not going to Gainam. Now, Here we're saying that there's no Gehinam. 
for Jewish people. Before we said that Rish Lakish himself was the one who said that even at the edge of Gainam, people don't repent. They don't do Teshubah. Obviously, one must be Jews and one, one must be Goyim. What about the people, what it says in the Basuk, that they walk in Gehinam, which sounds like that the Yehudim are actually getting Gehinam. Really, they go to Gehinam a little bit, and Abraham Avinu comes and pulls them out of there. He takes him in. The only t- so according to the answer that we're saying now, really, Yudim do go to Gehinam, but they only go for one minute. After one minute, they get out of Gehinam. Avraham Avinu pulls them all out. The only exception is a Yehudi who has a relation with a Goya. That causes in Shamayim his neshama to have the orla of his brit milah covered, meaning as if he's a goy, and Avraham Avinu won't recognize him. I guess Avraham Avinu recognizes them from their from their uh, brit milah, and they don't have it. They don't get out, and they end up staying there like the non-Yehudim. Says the Gemara. It's a wild Gemara, very very heavy. Now that we see the poshim, the poshiv azli, they continue to sin. If you, in other words, Rish Lakish's original thing was when we say haposhim, it means that they're still doing averot even right before Gehinam. How could it be? Now, Lav Davka, who said that haposhim has to mean current te- current tense that they're also sitting now and even at Gehinam. If you say that, then this Hashem says, I take you out and I took and I brought you up of the land I take you out and I bring you up from the land of Egypt. Do you think Hashem is still taking us now out of Egypt? Because the word the same way Haposhim means they're sitting now right by Gehinam, you should also say that Hamotzi means Hashem is taking us now out of Egypt. And of course he's not taking us out of Egypt. We're out of Egypt a long time ago. It means that he brought us. Here also, it can mean poshehu. And therefore, Sir of Kahana doesn't like the original Resh Lakish understanding. Okay. There's three entrance to Gainam. One in the Midbar where the Jews were. One's in the depth of the sea. One's in Shalim. How do we know? It said, And they went down. The Korach and all his followers get opened up. And they went down right away to Gehinam. Sheola means Gehinam. And therefore, obviously there's got to be an entrance there if they got in that way. How do we know there's one in the sea? Bayam, because it says by Yonah. Mi beten sheol, shavati shavati. From the the stomach of Gehinam, you heard my prayer. 
Yerushalayim. How do we know there's opening Yerushalayim? Because it says, Hashem, who has a fireplace in Zion and an oven in Yerushalayim. What does it mean, Urlo, when has a fire in Zion? That's referring to the opening of Gehinam. Ask the Gemara of Tuleka, you mean there's only three openings? There's more. There's two date trees in a place called You always see smoke coming up in between them. When we said that the Lulavim of Kosher were referring to Gebehinom. That's the entrance to Gainam, that's the main entrance to Gainam, which is right next to Yushalayim, in a place called Geben Hinom. says, so that we have asking a question. How could you say that there's only three, there's really four, here's the fourth? Answers the Kabbara. Now, this one is the one in Yushalayim. We're at the second of the widest lines. I'm going to be sure Ben Levi. Shiva Shemot. Yesh the Gainam, this Zayin Shemot for Gainam. The Elohim, these are them. Sheol, Avdon, Uber Shahat. Sheol, one. Avdon, two. Uber Shahat, three. Bor, Bor Shia, Bor Sheon, four. Tit, Hayavan, five. Salmavet, six. The El Satachtit, seven. Says, when Sheol, where do you see the word Sheol? Techtiv, as we saw by Yonah. We bet in Sheol Shavati Shamati. Kolit, <laughs> So, betita yavan period. Vitzalmavet. How do we know it's called Salmavet? Tachtit, because it says Yosvei Choshech Vitzalmavet. Hatachtit. How do we where do we see the word Tachtit? Gimara. That's a that's a Kabbalah. Vitu Leka. There's only seven names. Vaikah Gehinam. Isn't there such thing Gehinam? We call the Gehinam ourselves. That's number eight. Our answer is no. Gesh Amuka ki Gehinom. When we're calling Gehinom, because we're talking about it, it's a valley that's as deep as Hinom. The reason why they call it that is because Hinam, which is Zenut, is what causes most people to end up in Gehinom. And therefore, it's called Ge of Hinam. But its actual name is not that. That's what people call it, but it's not its actual name. It's like a nickname. What about Totfe? Tertiv ki erech met mol tetve. Right? Ahu, she called Mefate Beitzloi Polsham. This is anyone who goes by his getzer ends up in Totfe. Right? Mefate is referring to getting seduced. If you get, if you get pulled in by Yetzara, you end up there. 
Gan Aiden. Where is the entrance of Gan Aiden? In Berzel, who Betchan Pitcho. If it's there, we know that Betchan is the place where you can get into Gan Aiden. In Arabia, if it's in, in, in Saudi Arabia, Bet Gorm Pitcho. In Bet Anikrot, who Dumaskinan. It's Dumaskinan. If it's in Ben Hanarot, in between the rivers. In Bavel, we're assuming there's an entrance to Bavel also. Abaye would talk about the fruits on the south side of the river. And Rabbi Meshachah Bepiri, the Harponia. Okay, so it seems like any place where the fruits have an extra good taste, it's a proof that that might be the entrance of Gan Aydin. Back to our Pasebereot. The Mishnah had said we're at the two dots on three lines from the bottom. Mishnah had said that in between the Pasebereot, you have to have a place as wide as both of them. Which means that we measure two groups of oxen, and that's how far you could put it. Why does it say that they're tied and not loose? Just say tied. Tied obviously means not loose. No, I'm, I would have thunk. If it would have said tied, I would have thought tied means they have to be like they're tied. They don't have to actually be tied. They can't be loose. They have to actually be tied when you're measuring it. Says the Mishnah, one entering and one going. It seems like the groups of cattle, they, they need more room on the way in than they do on the way out. We're referring to taking a group. It seems like the, the, the oxen would go in a group of three or four, depending on which rabbi you're going with. And they all are connected at the neck, so they can only walk all together. And one group was walking in forward, and the other one walking was in there backwards, and therefore we're figuring out how much space that takes. That's how much room you're allowed to have in between the one pass and the next, one of the pieces, the boards, and the next. How much is the head and most of the cow? We said the minimum size of a pasibriot is the head and most of the cow has to be able to be in it. How big is that in, in, in Amot? The Gemara explains, Shte Amot, two Amot is the minimum. The Kama of Yashapara, how thick is a cow, how wide is a cow? Ama v'shnei Ama. One Ama and two-thirds of an Ama. Shehen ke'eser, which comes out that if you have ten cows, it's, it's ten cows. It's like ten cows. It's like thirteen and fourteen amot. According to the Buda, it's thirteen, fourteen. According to Mer, it's like ten. Ask the Gemara about the Mishnah, the Brayta. Why does it it's like ten? Take one and two thirds times six. It's exactly ten, right? Six times 
two-thirds is 12 thirds, which is four, and six times one is six. It's exactly ten. What's the question? Says the Gemara. Really, in the in the ratio, we would have said ten, but we want to have mirror. We want to mirror the language of the sefer, where in the sefer it's going to say like thirteen. So we said like ten in the beginning, even though we could have said exactly ten. Yeah, it's like, and it is ten. Says the Gemara. Is it like 13? It's more than 13. Why do we say it's like 13, 14? It's not like 13. It's more than that. Because we want to say it's like 14. And so therefore we pick It's not 14. It's less than that. It means that it's bigger than 13, but not quite 14. That's how we express it by saying like 13 and 14. Ah. Amara Papa, Papa says the following. If you have a bore, that the bore is eight amot wide, the Everyone agrees you don't need to have any plain boards. Because there was a machloket in the Mishnah. One rabbi says you need only the four double boards, which equals eight. And the other one said, no, you need four double boards plus four regular boards. But everyone would agree that if the bore is eight amot wide, the bore itself, and you're putting just a one amot lip around it, everyone would agree, says the Gemara, that you don't need the Pishutim in order to do that. If the bore is 12, the Kula everyone agrees you need it. Keep the when do they argue? Mishmona from eight to twelve. If the bore is between eight and twelve, you don't need the plain boards in such a situation. That's because since it's it has uh, that many. Um, feet, it's uh, 12 amot wide, everyone's going to agree well, now it's 12 amot wide, you have to also add a little bit of the lip inside to stand on. So you have an amot on each side, that's 14. 14 is bigger than the 13 and, and, and a couple and two thirds, and therefore everyone agrees you need to put pasim in order to allow it. Keep the what's the what's the machloket? If everyone agrees that eight a hole of eight is too small, and everyone agrees that a hole of twelve is too big, and everyone would agree that you need the pasim. So when do they argue in our Mishnah where you see that there's an argument about putting the, the plain boards? That argument says the Gemara has Mishmunah the Shemesna. That's from eight to twelve. Let it be me according to me here. Ke'en pshutin, bein pshutin. We need the pshutin in order to make it smaller, because he holds bigger, you're already bigger than 10. Who allows 13 and a third, you do not need the Pishutin at all. Well, of course, obviously, we know this, Tanina, we learned to the Mishnah. We have two, There's two statements. One says that the Machlok between 10 and 13 and a third. The other Machlok is about Rasim. We can see even the Mishnah. Rebbe never heard the Brita, and therefore, 
Therefore, since her papa never heard the Braita that told us the size of the oxen, that each ox is one and a third, so therefore he needed to tell us what the Mishnah meant, because if you don't know the Braita, then the Mishnah is not self-explanatory. Like we didn't understand that when we read the Mishnah, without seeing Rashi. Rashi wasn't there when the Mishnah was around. Rapapa is coming to explain. Says the Gemara, Aryoch, Yotir, Batil, Chatzit, Chatzir, Shivshir, and all those things are the Simanim. Okay? So, Abaya and Rabba, his Rebbe, are going to have dialogues on a bunch of different cases to see how they work. Says the Gemara, Bayimine Abaya Merba. Abaya es Rabba. Means like this. Normally, every diumad is an ama in is in each direction an ama by an ama, a ninety degree corner post, and going an ama in either direction. What happens? If instead of having a 90 degree one amma quarter post, I have a 90 degree four amma quarter post, two and two, does that obviate the need to have the plain posts according to the Mimir who lets only 10? Amma so Rabbah answered, Tinisua, you can see it from the Mishnah. It says, Uvad Shir you have to add more boards. My love, Timarich Vidimadim. When he said you have more boards, it sounds like you have to make it longer. Says It means that you add plain ones. It shouldn't say doesn't mean add to the boards. It should say add boards. Change the Mishnah, the language of the Mishnah to say that, and that we, and therefore. Answers the Gemara, Lav Dafka, we don't have to say that it means you extend the boards. It could mean and boards, and therefore we have no proof for over here that adding boards, that, that extending, the, extending the dual boards is okay. Lav Dafka, it could be extending the dual boards is not okay. And the Mishnah should change the language to Ajgerbe Pasim, till you add Pasim, because only adding Pasim will work, but not extending the boards. Therefore, there's no proof. Ikad Amri, others explain it differently. Amar Lei, according to this, he answered, Rabbi answered Abayah, and he says, Tinisua, you see it in the Mishnah. Why? He says, Pasim. as long as you add to the Pasim. My love, we assume. That means we assume right, right away. According to this Ikadamri, we assume right away, it means that you must add actual boards. It sounds like you must have actual boards. It means that you lengthen the boards. It's logical. According to this Ikadamri, there is no uh, change of Girsa. And we could see from the language that it means you're allowed to add the boards, shmamina, and we actually say that adding the, that answer, according to this, the answer is that you are allowed to add to the boards. So between the two ikadamris, the difference will be whether or not in the end you're allowed to make add to the boards, meaning whether you're allowed to have a 
lengthy, lengthier, a longer, um, a longer dua almadim, a longer um, corner piece, and use that instead of adding straight boards to make it longer. Abaya asked the Abaya question. Let's say you have a bigger than 13 and a third amot, which no one's allowed. What do you do according to the Behuda? Do you add Peshutin? Or could you lengthen the corner posts? So Abaya answered, Tanisio, we see the Mishnah. Actually, not our mission. This is a brisa. How close can they be? You have to be able to give, like we said before, most of the body and the head of a cow has to fit in. How far could they be? This is what we're here for. Even if it's a kur or two kurs, if you don't, mer betzatayim mutar, you tell betzatayim asur. You said it can't be bigger than betzatayim. I'm a lord of the biyuda, so they told the biyuda when he said it can't be bigger than betzatayim. Iatamodeh bedir v'sal muksev v'chatzed. Don't you agree in these types of enclosures, like a corral or a backyard? I feel bet chamisha kuni there could be even five kur, not just two kur like you said. Feel about the second or even ten kur, shemutar. I'm all am so biyuda said back. That, when you have those big areas, the chatzer, they have walls. And this area that I'm letting is only pasin. And therefore, pasin is only allowed to be up to this size. Because it doesn't have a, a solid wall all the way around. It's just adding boards and boards and boards, but not walls. Now, if it's true, That what we said before, that you're allowed to lengthen the duomadim, the corner posts, until it gets less than 13 and a third amot, then if you have an area of two betzah, the post will be so long that it'll be actual walls. Because if we're assuming that it means lengthen the, po- lengthen the duo posts, those posts are now going to be so long that the actual mechitzot, and being that the actual mechitzot, he wouldn't have said zu pasin. He would say zu mechitzav zu mechitzav bi'ba'ile. Says well, no, not necessarily. Hachi kamar. This is what we be meant. Zu torat mechitzal. I hope it's not said. Ve'el torat pasim alei porusen b'shoshes amot mashlish. Mara could have meant over there, when we said it means that the duo amudim that are very, very long, even though they are mechitzot technically, but they're working through the Torah of Pasim. Whereas in the other place, in the Chatzer, or Karpaf, they're working as mechitzot, and therefore differently. But we're not telling you that they're not mechitzot. It could be that they are mechitzot, and therefore, again, you have no proof. Let's say a person has 
a, uh, a, a hill. And on all four corners of the well, or one of the four corners of the well, there's a hill of dirt. And that hill of dirt has a very steep rise, so it can be viewed as a mechitza. Because, of course, every hill, every area goes up and down. But going up and down, unless it goes up very, very steeply, where we're defining this steeply, is that it goes to ten Zachim in, in a span of four amot, which is visible as a mechitza. Do we say that a big clump of dirt could be a diumad? One of my four diumadim could be one of these dirt walls, or not? Amales or Tinitua, you see it from the Brayta. Rashbaum, says, Haitasham Evin Minubat. If you had a square rock on the corner, in one of the corners, Roin Koshil Tichalek. If you'd be able to chisel out of that rock a duo amud, which has one ama in each direction, then you could look at it even before it's chiseled, as if it's chiseled, and it could be a diumad. And you could just put three other ones and you're fine. There's a, a round rock. Bishmael says that not only could you do a square rock, but even if the rock is round, you could halachically, in your brain, virtually square it and split it to be a dua amud, and it's still also okay. So it sounds like you have a machloket. Rabbi Ishmael is allowing squaring and splitting, and Rabbi Lez is only, only, only allowing splitting a square rock, but he won't allow squaring and splitting a round rock. So if so. But my kamafiki, more savad, Rishrim that holds, ro'in amrinan, chere ro'in lo amrinan, you can make one ro'in, but not two. V'mor savad, and... Rabbi Ishmael holds, you can do two. I feel trade. If so, if you have a dirt hill that goes up four in ten amot in four ten tevachim within four amot, so it's a steep enough item, you could look at it according to Rabbi Ishmael. He'll allow you to look at it like a, a dual medin. And work it. And Rabbi Shimon Azad would not let because Rabbi Shimon Azad doesn't hold you can do two doim. And therefore, the question that you want to know about this hill is answered from the, ra- the case of the round rock. Next question. Baimine Abaya Miraba. Abaya asked Rabbi the following question. If you have a bunch of reeds, in the shape of a dua amud. And you have less than three tivachim in between each kaneh. Can that be a dua amud? Does it have to be solid? Or could it be reeds that have a tefach space using lavud? Amalas of Rabbi answered. So you can see from the following brighter. If it was 
a tree or a fence or kanim. My love, kane, kane, We assume that's talking about using lavud, where each kane is not touching each other, but they're ra- rather three talking apart. We're talking where they're touching each other, and therefore, therefore, it looks like separate things, but it's really one. Thing, meaning, you have a case where the you you have it growing on the bottom as a solid diumad, and on top it's spreading out to be uh, leaves going in all directions. Says the Gemara, "Ihachi." If so, Hainu Ilan. That's the same thing as an Ilan. Why would they call it something different? So Gemara answers back with another question. Elamai kanek kanek b'chot meshushah. What are you going to say? Uh, you're going to call it uh, a bunch of sticks. Close to which are close to Shah, Hainu Geder. That was also the case of a Geder. We mentioned a bunch of cases Ilan, Geder, and the Chitzot Akanim. Chitzot Akanim can either be a Geder or Ilan, but either way, it's not a new thing. So, big deal. Elamite Lamema, Trey Gavni Geder. We're telling you two types of fences. Hakalami, Trey Gavni Ilan. It could have been two types of trees, and therefore, not necessarily do you have a proof. Ikadamri. The question, according to this Ikad Amri, Abaya asked him about the hedge of reeds. Does it work? I guess the question was, since it looks different on the top, maybe it doesn't work. Says the Gemara. Tanitua, you see from the Brighta. Hayasham gader or ilan or chitzat kanim. If there's a fence or ilan or chitzat kanim, you don't mishum diumad. My love, gedut dekani. We assume that we're referring to the kanim. It's gedut dekani. Lo kane kane pochot mashal. The Gemara over here in this ikadami is answering. No, it's really talking about kane kane pochot mashal. According to this, kane kane pochot mashal is okay. Iachi hainu gader. So why would that be fence? Ve'elamai gedut dekani hainu ilan. What are you going to say? Turn to the top of Chafa Muralf. So we could say there's two types of Gaders, and therefore we would have a proof. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.